0: Hello and welcome to the Root of All Podcasts. I'm Miles Newverth.
1: And I am Devin Newverth.
0: We're the 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 Root Brothers. That's what everyone calls us. The, that's
1: nothing. That's
0: not a thing. <laughs> I could have sworn we were the Root Brothers now. Um <laughs> Make sure to add us if you like our cool new brother name. I figure like the Property Brothers exist and their last name can't be property technically
1: they technically they do exist that's true um but i don't see what that has to do with with the root brothers
0: (laughs) (laughs) we well as you can obviously tell from uh our cool uh new nickname uh, the root of All podcast is here to take a look at the monstrous amount of podcasts out there in the world and pick a couple to recommend to you each week
1: yeah we take our podcatchers and we cast them out into the ocean of all the podcasts out there. We reel in a couple good ones and we tell you about them every week or, or two weeks now. We decided.
0: Yes, every 2 weeks cuz <clears throat> um editing is hard and not our full-time job. So, yeah. <laughs> so this is uh this is this is what you get, guys. Don't I just I think being aggressive towards the audience might be my new angle. So this is just what you get, guys. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with it. Hey, be nice to our our Twelve listeners. Be nice to our friends and
1: family. Yeah, fair. Um, uh, most of our friends and family haven't actually listened to our
0: our most recent episode yet. So <laughs> true. So they're slacking. Uh, anyone that's... out there who has listened to our most recent episode, uh, what'd you think? Just send me a send me a text message to five 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 five, and I won't get it because that's not my phone number. <laughs> Good.
1: Um, but yeah, seriously. Uh, one thing I do want to say is that there are legitimately like 10 people that will listen to this podcast like on Wednesday when I put it up because I know because I put it up in the evening and then Thursday morning I check and see how many people have listened to our podcast and there's every week like 10 people which is super cool that 10 people care enough to find out what goofy things we're going to say that they ne- immediately need to listen to it. And that's just super cool. And thanks so much. And if you think that you need to listen to it right away, you should probably like tell someone else that they should listen to it also.
0: Yeah, we appreciate y'all. Um spread the word. The word of Root, the Root just, Brothers.
1: <laughs> just go ahead and just download the podcast onto a flash drive and just hand it to someone. Even if it's not your friend or anyone that you know, just hand and be like listen to this, and then walk away. You don't have to talk Ooh, to anyone about anything. Burn it to anything. CDs and
0: hand it out in your Uber. If you drive Ubers. <laughs> Check out this podcast. It's not even mine. It's just like some cool guys. Just some cool brothers.
1: Um. <laughs> or you could share it on the internet too. Yeah, that'd probably like be that more effective also. than the Uber and, thing. And easier. Because downloading, and it costs money for flash drives and CDs. Yeah. And you have to become an Uber driver. Yeah. And that's a whole thing.
0: Apparently. I've never done it, but I assume it takes time. Uh, so what are we talking about this week, brother?
1: Um, this week, continuing in the theme of October and Halloween coming and all that fun, fun stuff, uh, we're going to talk about the not-so-fun topic of uh, murder and true crime.
0: Yeah, one of the biggest like, the, the sectors of the podcasting space, I'd say. Is the, uh, the the murder and true crime sector.
1: There are so many.
0: Yes, it, it is a little overwhelming. Uh, I, I've dabbled in it a bit. There's a few that I've listened to. I've been to some live shows. Obviously, one of the more popular ones out there right now is My Favorite Murder. And I went and saw them live and it was amazing. Very cool. Their hosts are very, very charming. But we, we did need to narrow it down a little bit. Because just murder is a lot. There, there have been a lot of murders in yeah.
1: the in the in time in all of time. There have been many murders, and so we wanted uh, to narrow it down a little bit. So we both chose, I believe, Halloween specific murders or yes. murders that occurred on or near Halloween.
0: Yeah. Um, thanks to I don't know what podcast you listen to. I knew you were overwhelmed, so I had my my lovely partner Ame, send over some recommendations for you. Um, Because she's well-versed in the murder podcast sector of the world. So, I don't know if you used any of those, but I appreciate her willingness to to shoot you some
1: help. Uh, I actually did pick one of the ones that she recommended. Um, So, yeah, thanks so much, Ame. Um, and I can kind of jump right into that. Rad. So, the podcast that I did cover for this episode is the True Crime Enthusiast podcast. Who, which is hosted by Paul, uh, also known as the true crime enthusiast, which he says multiple times in each episode Good that's the name of he has a it's uh, his whole thing started as a blog and he is an aspiring writer sure and uh, his other passion is true crime uh, research and so he kind of combined the two together and does this thing <laughs> um he discovered, Around this time that he started his blog, he started listening to podcasts and decided that he should do one of those.
0: This um, is the guy with the excellent just like amazing accent, yeah?
1: Oh, it is brilliant. Um, as an American person, he has a wicked sweet accent and just uses... It's like just uses
0: English, right? Like, yeah, Liverpool uh, he... kind of sounding?
1: I'm awful at accents, but it's fantastic um he has some sweet turns of phrase that he uses too he's like some of the phrases that just like caught my ear are um he said in a couple weeks i'll be so street you won't believe yes that's a sentence that he said and that is awesome
0: yes so street you won't believe Uh,
1: another phrase that he uses talking about like support that he's given is he constantly talked about how, how he's bowled over by support so he focuses on uh, true crimes in the UK and Ireland. Cool. Um, specifically, and he listens to uh, he he listens to other stuff too, but he focuses on listening to other true crime podcasts that are in the same area. Partially just because he's an enthusiast and he's fascinated, um, but also he wants to make sure that he's not just like putting out the same cases that other podcasts are putting out. Right. Some of the other phrases that he uh, that he used that I just caught my ear, which is a phrase that I've said twice now. He, uh, he said, it's Halloween, isn't it? Um, which mostly caught my ear because I've been listening to my bam a lot. And every time they do an awful British accent, they end almost every sentence with, isn't it? Yeah, and so every time he said, isn't it, I just like caught my, I'm like,
0: huh? Oh. I hear I thought the McElroy brothers were being hacks, but it's legit. No, I, no, I, they're definitely. Being I adore hacks. them. They they <laughs> are great. being hacks whenever they do their accents, but it, it's in a loving way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, it's it's one of those things where it, they obviously over it, but still like to hear kind of where it comes from is isn't is just because I've been listening to to them. It just kind of piqued my ears. Um, and then he said describing uh, something that he thought was large. He said, it sounds loads. Loads. Yeah. All right. <laughs> sounds loads. So those are some just uh, discussing his accent and, and how he speaks. Um, he, uh, the episode that I am talking about on this episode of our podcast is the Halloween Murders is the name of it. It was the sixth episode episode. Ever?
0: Oh, now that you've moved on, I have a, a brief useless anecdote about accents.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: great. So I was at um, I was LARPing recently because I'm a big old nerd, and I I've LARPed for the first time, and it, it was amazing, and it changed my life. But throughout yeah. the week, uh so I was I was um playing Karen Elifson, and I was doing um about this sort of accent here, nothing too heavy, but a little uh, my one of my Irish accents that I do, and. I ran into this other guy, and uh, he was also doing an Irish accent. And at some point, uh, it comes up like vaguely still in character, but kind of out of character, that we are doing false accents, both of us. And I admit that I'm from the Midwest of the United States. And he <laughs> asked me to guess where his accent's from. And I have no idea. I'm like, I it could literally be anything. Come the end of of the like in-game portion of LARP, he comes up to me and starts talking to me in this like, northern english accent And he's like no uh i can't even mimic it right now but he's like this is what i actually sound like and i'm like see of all the things i would have guessed this would have been the last one i'm like and i, I wanted to ask him and i should have like what's it like you putting on a a, a false accent in a situation where other people who are putting on false accents are mimicking your regular accent. Like what's that like for you?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it be it's it's wild because you're trying to put on a false accent and you have all these people around you putting on your accent yeah. pretend. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that being distracting.
0: But it's uh it was it was funny. That's my uh, my my dialect anecdote. So we, now we can get on to the podcast. <laughs> I do have to, to, to step back one second. And you said the
1: first time in your life you were LARPing. Yes. And in an organized capacity, that may be true. Yes. But I do want to point out to our 10 listeners that throughout your childhood, you did wander into the woods with wooden swords and go questing with your friends.
0: Yeah, I went questing a lot, which is like the... It's more. It's like, I guess, questing is to larping what um, Munchkin would be to Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I don't really know the rules. You're just kind of wearing the trappings, you know. It's just like running around having fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, like, you. But no, I. I was born to larp. Like, <laughs> you've been, been an unpracticing been my whole larping life it, enthusiast but... your yeah. entire life. Just, to, just to be clear, it's not like you just suddenly decided I'm a yeah. go larping.
0: Yeah. So larp episode coming soon. Uh, keep your keep your (laughs) some crowd
1: all right right, what what murder Um, what murders did he talk about I will get to that in just a moment I want to talk a little bit more about his blog and podcast first still he began his blog in the summer of 2016 he began recording and publishing his podcast in September of 2017 this Halloween episode that I'm covering is his sixth ever episode He's done, I believe, over a hundred now. So he's, he's been at it for a while now. And so I am judging him on some of his earlier work. But, you know, I needed a Halloween episode. So them's the breaks. Um, I did really enjoy listening to it. Um, he spends, speaking about this episode in particular, he spends about four minutes kind of doing housekeeping and stuff at the beginning, making some little jokes, being a little lighter, that kind of stuff. And then at that four minute or so mark, he kind of dives into the episode proper and begins discussing the, the crimes, uh, which in, in this case, at least, were murders. At that point, he just changed tone a little bit. It's a little bit more clinical. Uh, it's a little bit more respectful and cli- uh, and reverential uh, as far as talking about the the people who, you know, have passed away from murder. Have passed away from murder.
0: Cause of that's death: a, murder.
1: That's a weird way to put. What's the ducky thing? Murder. The first murder that he uh, talks about uh, takes place on the Halloween of nineteen sixty-three. Okay. It is of a uh, Lillian Armstrong, uh, Catherine Lillian Armstrong, who goes by Lillian. She was a retired school headmistress, um, and spinster, which at the time she was an unmarried adult woman. So yeah, the, uh, it's not like someone who does
0: spin classes.
1: Well, I mean, I don't think she did spin classes. No, (laughs) she did. Uh, she was in her church choir, which she was actually supposed to go to choir practice on Halloween evening and never made it to Halloween practice. Oh no. She lived at number 12 Goldspink Lane in the Newcastle, Uppentine district of Sandyford, once known as Doncaster House, which all kind of sounds like something out of like fantasy literature. Sure. Yeah. But that's uh, mostly any old address in the UK would sound like something out of fantasy at this point. Yeah. The morning after Halloween, she was found by police who forced their way into the house after they were contacted by her cousin who was concerned about her because she had went to the house and her blinds were closed, um, and she didn't answer the door, and she just had a general feeling of unease. And so she contacted the police, and they forced their way into the house, and at about the 7 minute and 40 second mark, he describes her body and how they found it and some of the injuries, which I am not going to describe because this podcast that you're listening to right now is not a murder podcast. Yes. <clears throat> so um, if you want to hear that, you can go listen
0: to the True Crime Enthusiast podcast and he will tell you all about it. So in terms of uh, like layout and the way that he presents this information, does it seem to be like scripted and he's reading through something he's written? So yeah, he definitely... At
1: least the first like half of his episode, for sure, is something he is mostly word for word what he wrote from his blog. So he writes it out and then kind of records what he wrote. So it's definitely scripted. It's he's hosted it alone, which you know means there's not back and forth banter. There's not there's not a lot of weird tangents. But it is he definitely you can tell that it's something that he cares about and is passionate about, and not because he loves murder. He actually says, it can be a dark thing to bury your head into constantly. But as I try to express uh, as a maximum on the show, no one deserves to be forgotten. And I'm one of those willing to step up and do my share to ensure their tales are heard. So it's about uh, making sure that the people that are murdered or disappear or missing are not forgotten. I like that. Um, And I think that's a really healthy way to to look at something that could be really uh, distressing.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so generally he goes through, he has something he's written that goes through like the facts of the, the case, I assume, or.
1: Yeah. Uh, so he researches and finds articles and stuff and he kind of pulls that together and writes kind of the story. So like I said, at about seven minute mark is when, if you don't want to hear that description, you can take your headphones out or something and tell about the 740 mark. And then he's done with that
0: description. Use that 30 second forward skip button. Yeah. Finally, he'll um, get some use for something besides skipping ads.
1: Yeah. And then at about the, about 11 and a half minutes is when he has kind of laid out the facts. And then he kind of goes into some thoughts, opinions, hypotheses, hypotheses, hypothesis, one of those words. Democratic Hypoc- um, oaths. <laughs> hip, 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 hip hop. Hip Hop Anonymous. Why does he get all the easy ones? Um, but so he he kind of I- hip- hypothesizes and explores some of that. Um, but he does before he starts doing that, he does specifically say, kind of from this point on, I'm h- hypothesizing. Um, well, none of this is none of this is fact necessarily. It's just from all the research of that I've done in this story and from other stories that I've seen. These are my thoughts, which is kind of a cool it's like it's very important that he you know separates the two things but it's cool that he because he has spent so much time researching kind of gives some of his his thoughts on some of it and then at the end he at the end of that murder section he talks about how there have also been stories at the house after the murder of like people seeing ghosts okay so her house might be haunted
0: cool so i would love to do an episode about hauntings later because uh, I've been doing some research into that recently, just for fun. Maybe just, you could cover the same house. A good just like, fun hauntings?
1: Throwback. I don't know. We'll see. Is I don't happens? know. I don't know how much information there actually is about the hauntings of that particular house. Yeah. Out yeah, there, who knows? Um, and someone would have to do a podcast episode
0: about that one house that was, yeah. So we'll see. I wonder if ghost podcasts are even a fractionally as popular as murder podcasts i'll have to look into it does Mabimbam count because uh, they're kind of a ghost podcast sometimes but <laughs> only if you i wonder if there's a super cut of all of the haunted doll watches on my bam i know they're like ame listens to two girls one ghost which is uh, a good podcast for that sort of huh. thing and they're pretty popular so there's probably a market for it we could find some episodes any any like wrapping up rounding notes about the experience of the true crime enthusiast so he does cover
1: another murder which takes place 17 years later also on halloween in 1980 he as he's kind of setting the stage uh the second murder takes place like i said in 1980 in bristol he gives a little bit more background about that area and then quotes uh something from wikipedia and then immediately dunks on wikipedia kind of like (laughs) we just did like two episodes ago yeah and then he kind of gets into the the second murder which was of Derek oh. Grain. The one thing that I noted was that they he had light hair and a dyed black beard that they used that fact to, because it was so distinctive, they were able to track his movements on the night of his death using his great big bushy beard. Okay. Let me just give some of his information. I really enjoyed listening to the podcast. I, I really recommend it. Uh, he has a Facebook, the True Crime Enthusiast. His Twitter is at tc underscore enthusiast. His Instagram is True Crime Enthusiast. His blog is True Crime Enthusiast at wordpress dot com. And check him out. Rad. Um. So now is the time in the podcast that we let you talk for a
0: little bit instead of me. Wild. So uh, I talked about a podcast this week called Misconduct, uh-huh. a true crime podcast. It's misconduct period, a true crime podcast. Okay. I'm going to give you their information first, just because I have that note up and I'm going to put it away when I talk. So great. You can support them on Patreon at misconduct podcast. You can find their Facebook page, searching up the same thing, pretty much searching them on Facebook, uh, their website or Patreon. You just type in misconduct podcast and you'll be able to find this podcast. Great. They have two hosts, Colleen and Eileen, which is. Fun. I I enjoy their names because the similarity between them made it easier for me to remember them because names are difficult for me. Mm. But they were talking about the Napa Valley Halloween murders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which was neat, which is cool. Apparently, when these murders happened, there had not been a homicide in Napa Valley for three years. So the police just hadn't dealt with one in that long. And what's neat about this podcast is um, they do some housekeeping. Up front obviously like all podcasts do but they do seem to have at least for the most part a fairly scripted experience as well they go out do their research put a script together and then alternate reading it every now and then they will throw in some like anecdotes and stuff uh but for the like the meat and potatoes portion of the podcast it does seem to be fairly scripted very cool they they do have a fair number of episodes at this point I'm not sure on their popularity ame said she had heard of it so Presumably it's a fairly popular podcast, but, um, I wasn't super familiar with them. So it was cool getting to, to know them. They do cover one neat thing about their coverage is at the beginning, they talk a lot about the Napa Valley area. They talk a little bit about like personal experiences with it, uh, as well as like it just a lot of like general positive things about it. Then they get into a lot of detail about the victims. They spend significantly more time talking about, like, these victims than they do the the murderer, which I think is is cool. Yeah. I think it's something that focusing on is a lot healthier. I know there are people out there who are, like, thirsty to hear facts about murderers in a yeah. way that's not necessarily healthy or helpful for, like, that sort of growth. It's just
1: not good for anyone.
0: No. Uh, the The culprit in this murder... Uh, I'll talk a little bit about, it, but one an interesting note I thought was um, like made a deal, like pled guilty, just and will spend the rest of rest of his life in prison, but the death penalty was off the table because of that as part of the deal. But also they can never benefit, or he can never benefit financially from uh, like this murder or this story. It was like part of the deal that he made when he pled guilty. Huh so that's i thought that was neat i think that's something that should be on the table more often
1: that should be the the idea that that would be a thing is mind-boggling
0: but you know it happens though i mean spending the rest of your life in prison i'm not sure i don't know how prison works because um i've never been there i've never been there and i feel like a lot of times it's intentionally not talked about in the in the media because it's a not a great system but people don't want to change it so i don't know much about it personally mm-hmm. uh so i don't know how what you would do with money you earned in prison uh,
1: buy ramen noodles i think mostly
0: yeah but yeah so i thought that was a interesting thing to note but yeah these... that
1: was dark um
0: yeah but i sorry eileen and colleen uh go through the murder ah uh, should i go through the highlights of the murder itself or
1: uh, it, it's completely up to you brother i just yeah, it's completely up to you. It's your podcast.
0: All right, I'll give I'll give you all the cliff notes. Um, but I would recommend listening just to get more information about who these these women were. Um, there are three women who lived together in Napa Valley. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they spent the evening of Halloween handing out candy to children in the area, and at one point, one of the three heard someone break in and. Like runs away outside And then like second guesses Like whether or not They'll be able to get away So they end up hiding Mm -hmm. And eventually they go back inside To find the scene of the crime Uh, Their other two roommates Have been murdered I don't have time stamps For when they describe what happened But they don't describe it In too much detail It was stabbing Um, that's all i'll give there yeah the police end up interviewing thousands of people and taking a lot of dna because the second victim Mm -hmm. actually put up quite a bit of a fight and the the murderer ended up leaving some blood at the scene so the police spend the next year and change taking a lot of dna samples from people and interviewing like thousands of people and they did not end up solving it until one day one of, like, the close friends of one of the victims, her husband ends up, like, first writing suicide notes to his mother and father, then before he can do anything, his family talks him into going in and confessing. So he apparently did it. Yeah. And it was like he'd been... Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's... Oh, I, I really struggled, like, finding a podcast this week to the point where yeah, just because listening to some of the details are like even stuff like that is sure is hard for me to hear. but that doesn't mean that other people won't like it, and that doesn't mean that sometimes hearing stuff that's hard to hear is important too. But um,
0: yeah. It's just wild. It. So they spend some time talking afterwards. They have like final thoughts. Yeah. Um, and so they do things like, uh, at one point they pull mm-hmm. up like an audio clip from the hearing afterwards where mm-hmm. the mother of one of the victims ends up talking. Um, and it's an interesting thing to hear. So I recommend checking them out, but they talk about like how this so- could occur where the friend like didn't notice anything wrong or like should people have done more to find out sooner or some stuff like that. Um, which is interesting to get their opinions.
1: I have an important question that's not about the murder, but it's about the podcast. Okay. When they played that clip, did they, like, put that audio into the recording? Or did they just, like, play it over near the microphone? They put the audio into the recording. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. The reason I ask is because I listened to, like, three different podcasts in preparation to for this episode. And at least two of them played audio because they were from more recent murders and they played audio and they played the audio over like over their microphones yeah. and it was super hard to hear what was going on so that's something that is like as a quality of sound thing i think is
0: yes yeah, and they have like other links. I, I assume on their website, but um, I have a bad memory. Uh, they have like uh, links to articles they used and links to other like clips and stuff that they pulled information from. So if you did listen to them and wanted to get more information from yeah. the sources they went to, they provide that for you, which is I think is really nice. Uh, if you if you do have an interest in this sort of thing, yeah. So right, I, th- I th- thought it was a, a well put together program. I'm not sure where this episode falls in their um, backlog.
1: In their canon, there was.
0: Yeah. There was one, the, the the reason I knew it was scripted is because they, they must have made an, an editing hiccup. Um, and I don't blame them for this. I don't hold it against them. It's just how I know specifically it was scripted. Where one of the people did like gave two readings of a line and they didn't edit one of them out. So I, I was like, oh, okay. Like it sounded like they were reading off of a script, but that yeah. confirmed it for me. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, which it's interesting to me to know like how they do it because I've listened to things where people like do research but then like they do more of like a, Free-form storytelling, bantery yeah. version. Like my favorite murder has a lot more of the the banter and bits of comedy uh, mm-hmm. to lighten there.
1: There are a lot of a lot of different ones where they kind of like what we do with our episode, where they each pick a murder and then like each tell the other person who has not researched that murder about it, and that way you've got one person that doesn't really know what's going on as your as you're talking. Also known as the um, ideal
0: podcast format,
1: <laughs> which is which is good. It it does. When you're trying to tell a story, going off on too big of a tangent can be distracting sometimes. Yeah, And so some, at least for bigger chunks to be more scripted, I like in the murder format. Not that there isn't value in some of the other formats. but I just like some of the scripted stuff because you're, you are telling a story and losing linear track of that can be distracting and makes it easier to keep track of some of the threads of the story, I think. And I
0: do think some of that comes with time as well. Like having seen... Like My Favorite Murder, one of the biggest names in the biz currently, like having seen them live, like them being like professional performers and comedians and having done that for a long time before they started their podcast, as well as being really long ways into their podcast at this point, um, they are pretty good at that balance for the most part. Uh, mm-hmm. And having seen them live, like they do, they, they do know how to like make these tangents and jokes, like, like fit in with the story and stuff like that. So it is something that where like practice makes perfect.
1: Mm-hmm. And definitely the, the kind of uh, podcast you're looking for, especially I feel like almost especially when it comes to this genre of like the murder and true crime podcasts, like there's so many different options out there and they each one's a little bit different. And so there's so many choices and they kind of all run the gambit of, uh, you know, how many hosts, what kind of stuff going on and how they talk about things. And so like, if you're interested in any of this at all, no matter what your preference is as far as delivery, there's going to be something that will that will fit your preferences.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah. So I I was a fan of misconduct. I'll 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 probably give a couple more episodes a listen on my commute, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. I think I I'm kind of like this so far. It's been a bit of a shorter episode, but I'm I'm pretty comfortable with that. We didn't talk about a single kids tv show so i think we'll have to make up for that next uh Uh-oh. in two weeks but you know if if we have to pull double duty next time uh we have to pull double duty
1: that's uh, that's a cross we'll have to bear
0: yeah uh do you want to throw it over to the algorithm brother
1: uh, oh sure we should definitely do that
0: all right inputting info now click 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 click. enter oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right we're getting uh we're getting our printouts now all right. Uh, it says here, misconduct is for the true crime enthusiast. It's for people who specifically. Um, it's a weird thing to note, but like with like a high empathy for for these people and people who care more about the victims than the than the uh, the murderers in these scenarios. If if that's the part of crime that interests you or something you want to spend more time looking into. Uh, The algorithm says you should definitely check out Misconduct. Great. My readout here
1: says that the True Crime Enthusiast podcast is recommended for true crime enthusiasts, for anyone who thinks that it is important to remember the victims of crime, for fans of a northern British accent, and for, for the second week in a row... It is recommended for people who are not eating breakfast. Huh. Yeah. Now we should probably thank some people.
0: Yeah. We already thanked Ame for her help picking podcasts, but I'm going to just double down on that and say thank you, Ame, for letting me use your microphone. Yeah.
1: Thanks for for the help with the podcast, Ame. Thanks, Mom, for uh, letting us use your computer for Skyping.
0: And thank you... To Dad for our help with the algorithm, thanks to viewers like you, whoever you may be. Yeah. And thanks to um flamingos for usually making me laugh. All right. <laughs> flamingos are funny. Are so they? Have you checked out the reboot of Ducktales? Oh no, we should, we should, we should. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, we got so close. <laughs> Alright, brother. I'll see you next time, okay?
1: Um uh wait, hold on. Before we go, oh. um we have our contact information. Oh yeah. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash root of pod, Twitter at root of pod, of all pod at gmail.com, And uh also the root of all podcasts on YouTube for anyone who really likes our logo and wants to stare at it for however long this episode ends up being. Also, uh, we just put up on Podchaser.com, we will have a list of all of our featured episodes. Oh, yeah. So you can check those out I think that's on neat. Podchaser.com. So do all of those things. Um, seriously, um, every time I check and see, you know, how many people listen to our podcast, I just get super excited as that number ticks up. Um, if you're listening to us every every time we come out, Someone else will like us too, man. Just put some headphones on them, robot chicken style. Just and they'll
0: they'll it'll be great. Trick them into a road trip with you. Take yeah. control of the the radio.
1: Just next time you see someone doing dishes, sneak up behind them and just put headphones over their heads real quick and push play, and it'll be great.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. Bye. Bye.